G'day, my name's Justin Tippett, the CX Judge, and thanks again for tuning in. Now, uh, first of all, an apology. I know it's been a while since my uh, last podcast, but I was, look, very fortunate to uh, have a nice family holiday over in uh, Europe, first time ever. So I managed to tick up a whole lot of things on the bucket list. And uh, well, a, a small story, but uh, you know, we literally went to you know all the all the key places: the, the Coliseum, uh, I don't know, the Eiffel Tower, you name it, right? Uh, London, etc. And uh, of course, you know, you get back, and I've got two kids, eleven and nine, and uh, you know, I said, guys, we've spent five weeks overseas. It was a fantastic trip. Saw so many places. You know, what was your favourite out of all these iconic things that we got to see and do? And uh, well, you know, as I said, two kids, nine. 11 their their highlight Disneyland of course right so uh, the the lesson there is us I could have saved a whole bunch of money and just taken them to Hong Kong and gone to Disneyland and they probably would have had just as much fun but uh, hopefully when they get a bit older they'll appreciate some of the sites that they've seen because I made sure I took enough photos to remind them so uh, anyway on to uh, this episode this time we were going to be talking about uh, NPS now if you don't know what NPS is it stands for net promoter score it's actually a metric that uh, was developed all the way back in uh, 2003, believe it or not. Um, and it was actually uh, released uh, as a Harvard um, Business Review article. And, and, and hence lies the title. It was called One Number You Need to Grow. And it really, I guess, just tried to sort of give people a simplistic way of getting some customer uh, sentiment, if you like, on uh, how excited they are about someone's products and services with the premise that if someone is really highly engaged and what they call promoters, um, that they would recommend those products and services, etc., that it's going to lead to better uh, uh, profit uh, and higher engagement from those customers. So the question, that, and you've probably heard this tacked on to the end of call center conversations or you've probably been emailed it, etc., it is just a really simple question. It is how likely is it that you would recommend our company or product or service to a friend or colleague. So in the context of uh, you know, CX Central that you're listening to right now, uh, it might be you know, how likely is it that you would recommend CX Central to a, a friend or colleague? So that's it, one question. Um, now, people would give that a, a score. It's an 11-point scale, so it's a 0 to 10, so 11 options if you like. Uh, and the people that give it a 9 or a 10 are called promoters. Now, they're the people that you want. They're the people that are raving advocates of your brand. They'll be out there telling everyone how amazing uh, CX Central is and it's got the best articles, the best information. Oh, Justin's hilarious, etc. Um, so they're the sort of people that you want out there. Um, the other people on the scale of, a, of NPS are called detractors. Now, that's people that give it a score of 0 to 6. They're the people that are probably going, you know what, it's uh, it's actually pretty crap and Justin's not funny at all. In fact, I don't think he's ever even worked in a call centre. They're probably not the people that you want out there. And then the other little people there, you would have noticed I've covered off 9 to 10 as promoters, 0 to 6 as detractors. So anyone there it's good at maths, uh, you would have realised that there's a 7 and 8 and those people are called passives now they're sort of in between promoters and detractives and you know what they don't really care either way yeah you know what CX Central's all right but you know I've seen some other good stuff online so yeah um, so that's really the three types of outcomes that you're going to get on an MPS um, question but I'm going to refer back to one of the big problems with net promoter score and a trap that a lot of companies fall into and it goes right back to again that basic um, promotion if you like of when it first started in Harvard was that article title one number you need to grow. Of course, if I know that someone's a promoter of my brand, yeah, obviously I say that's a good thing. But what if they gave it a, you know, zero to six? They're one of those detractors or you know, they gave us a one. Of course, the question you want to know is 
why did you give it a one? Uh, why did you give me such a poor score? And that's the crux of getting NPS right. There is absolutely no point, in my opinion, of just asking, uh, you know, how likely is it you would recommend our product or service to a friend or colleague? Because if you don't understand the why, you've got no opportunity to fix it. NPS is an outcome. It's not the cause of the issue. Um, and I'm going to use a restaurant analogy because I think for me, it, it helped crystallize understanding it. So if I asked you and you think of your um, a, a restaurant and you said, look, how likely, uh, are you, uh, how likely are you to recommend KFC to a friend or a colleague? I know, I'm sorry, that's the first I could come up with. I've been on a diet for a few weeks since my trip and all I'm thinking about is junk food. Um, so um, yeah, so how likely are you, are you to recommend KFC to a, a family or friend? Now, of course, someone might say, oh, 10, fantastic, they're a promoter, of course they love their KFC, they're going to tell everyone how great their nuggets are and their chicken burgers are fantastic and wow, those fries, absolutely delicious. Um, but of course, what if someone says, well, uh, I'm going to give it a, a 7? Well, they're those passive people, right? They don't really care either way. They'll probably go to Red Rooster tomorrow, Hungry Jack's the next day, um, you know, etc. Um, what we want to know is that the information that sits behind it. So let's imagine in the, in the restaurant scene that I split it out between food and service. And then if I said, okay, well, how likely are you to recommend the food at KFC uh, to a family or friend? And someone says, 10, it's the best food ever. But then I said, how likely are you to recommend the service at KFC? And they say, you know what, it's a three. Well, suddenly we're getting a bit of a clearer picture, aren't we? We know now that the food is fantastic, but the service is the area that they need to work on. And we could again ask and drill deeper and say, well, what is it about the service um, that you don't find enjoyable? Ask an open question and get some, some information. So uh, the real key of, of net promoter scores is really sort of those follow-up questions and, of course, being very specific about what, you ask it, what you're asking about. Where a lot of companies go wrong is in that call center environment. They've, you know, they've rung up the call center, they've finished the call, and then we push them through to a net promoter score and say, how likely are you to recommend company A to family or friend? Now, the call center agent could have been absolutely fantastic and provided the best service ever. But the end result for the customers, they were ringing for a refund. And for whatever reason, they just weren't eligible for the refund. So what kind of score do you think they're going to give them? They're thinking, well, I rang up to get a refund. I didn't get my refund, so you know what? That's not great, give me a five. But yet the agent might have been absolutely fantastic. So a net promoter score in that instance would be a very unfair reflection of the call center agent's performance and it's more of a, an overall feel. However, if I separated the questions again and said, um, you know, how likely are you to recommend Agent A uh, to your family and friends? I could have said, oh, look, 10, you know, uh, Justin was amazing, the best rep I've ever spoken to. How likely are you to recommend our products and services uh, to a family or friend? Uh, you know what, three, it was, you know, it was terrible. The product failed and you guys wouldn't refund me. Um, so you can really understand that, um, you know, it's all about how you set up NPS. It's really important. And if you're going to pin, you know, net promoter scores to agent performance, I think it's really, uh, it's really important that you're very specific about, you know, your questioning and what you're actually asking. Um, there's lots of other things to, to note with uh, NPS and there's lots of little nuances and, you know, you've also got to be really careful around waiting too much on net promoter scores because suddenly people try and trick the system. You know, it's all about just getting a great 
NPS score rather than the actual experience themselves. There's a really good article, uh, of course, that I'm going to refer you to on uh, on CX Central. Uh, it wasn't written by me, that's why it's great, um, but it was written by Bruce Temkin. He's got lots of um, fantastic articles out there, and he, he's got an article on my site called Nine Recommendations for Implementing NPS. It's got a few of the sort of the pitfalls that you need to watch out for and a couple of really good tips. I recommend that you uh, head across and uh, read the article. That's it for today. Nice, short and sharp, I hope, for our Net Promoter Score, and uh, look, I look forward to uh, hopefully talking to you soon about another topic. Thanks for joining in. Bye for now.